Hey there, boys and girls. It is May 8th, 2016. I don't have my phone. I don't know the date. <laughs> well, you're right. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, today we have um, the guys from Milpa. We have George over here and Renee to my left. Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, go. Come on, Cujo. Come on, Cujo. What's up? I don't know. You, you, you seemed like you were losing steam. Yeah, I was. I did. Um, uh, you saved me. <laughs> but yeah, again, today's guests are two of the guys from uh, again Milpa, and we'll definitely get into what that is. I know a lot of people are like, what, what does that word? And um, but yeah, so but we survived yesterday, Cujo. We we did the the beer fest. You that, call that surviving? Yeah, I I <laughs> felt like I survived. I died halfway through, so whatever. This is this is my body resurrected right now. <laughs> You're like I'm Jesus. Back from the de- nah, he, he was like, it's like three Cujo's days. Easter. Uh, but yeah, dude. So, but, and we'll definitely get into that. Of course, the this show is definitely going to focus on Milpa, and so we'll get definitely into that, into uh, George and Renee's history and all that. But beyond, we're going to do a, a, a review show of the beer fest because we had a lot of fun, and we definitely have to talk about it. Nice. So um, yeah, next week or something. I don't know. Whenever we don't have guests. Which isn't like, so like in July. Months. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, let's uh, you know get right into the right into the conversation as we said we were going to do. Um, yeah. So we're sitting here with with uh, George and Renee from Milpa. And first of all, what is Milpa? You know, for anyone that might not know. Yeah. So <clears throat> you know, Milpa is a, is a Euro Aztecan word that comes from whoa, way 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 back in the days. Um, you know, lately, you know, when you heard the when you hear the word milpa, you know, it's your grandfather working in the backyard. You know, it's a working the corn harvest, so it's like a field. It's a Euro Aztecan word for uh, mili, meaning uh, field, and it's a, for us, it's a cornfield. So the concept of milpa has been around for decades, if not ages. But you know, the way that we looked at it was okay. How are we going to take something, modernize it, flip it, and and have somebody that's going to be. Um, you know, young, that's going to be attracted to it, right? So Milpa is motivating individual leadership for public advancement. And, you know, the creation of it came through uh, three gentlemen, uh, Juan Gomez, Raul Damien Tapia, and John Pineda, got together and said, you know what, what's needed here in Salinas? Some of the big things that were needed were, okay, you know, we need we need to start cultivating leadership. We need to start cultivating change makers that, you know, the concept of Milpa is... Um, you know, three things. It's culture, consciousness, and movement building. So when you look at, you know, how are you going to grow a milpa successfully, you know, it's uh, three concepts, right? It's called Las Tres Hermanas, that when you're going to plant corn, that you have to plant it with beans, squash, and then the corn. Because all three of them, um, you know, help each other out to, you know, to to create that beautiful milpa, right? You know, it's going to be all pareja, it's going to be all beautiful, and the abundance is going to be so beautiful. So I think that's uh, the creation of Milpa rose around that, around issues that were happening around Salinas and how are we going to ensure that our youth are being steered in the right way and um, that we're going to have successful people that are going to be be put in positions from cultivating change makers. And that's our model, right? Cultivating change makers for the next seven generations. So that's, um, that's in a nutshell, that's a little bit of what Milpa is. Um, you know, it's been in existence for about three years. And you know, since since our um, since our start, it's been nothing but beautiful things. You know, we've been catapulting into different areas and been really successful because, you know, at the end of the day, we represent the community and um, we want to be really reflective and transparent. That when we say we we uh, work with community, that we're actually engaging, working, and talking with community. So, 
That's a little bit about Milpa. So then, what? How and how do you go about doing that? Like, so do you guys do classes, or do you, or do you go out into the field, or to not well, the field? I would say, like, I mean, like, do you go out to the like? How do you how do you cultivate these this? Yeah, that you know, idea? That's, that's a really good question, right? When you say go out to the fields. Well, I know that the first year when we when we started, we started growing milpas in our backyard. You know, it's a, you know it's going to be taking. It's a lot of a process of like you know going out there and tilling the dirt, and it's hard at first, right? Because you know that dirt that dirt's hella hard, so you yeah. got to make sure that you're watering it, that you're nurturing it. But you know, just like our youth, you know, some of our youth come from different um, backgrounds, come from uh, um, you know areas of trauma, and how are we going to address those trauma issues? You know, it's going to be rough, but at the same time, they need that water because you know without that water, they're not going to be able to you know to plant something or grow. So when you talk about like how do we go out and engage community, well, you know, um, we really we had a successful event this past weekend. Uh, take it outside. That's just one way that we engage the community, right? And, um, yeah. you know, George could go ahead and talk a little bit more about the event since uh, he was one of the, the leaders that actually um, stepped up and he was the one that um, followed through with all everything that had to happen throughout the event. So I'll pass it on to George. Uh, cool. So, yeah, yeah. thank you, guys. Uh, my name is George Villa. I'm the program assistant with Milpa. Um, I'm a born and raised here in Salinas. You know, my parents are Ruben and Sylvia Villa. And, you know, I want to wish all the mothers, since it is Mother's Day, oh, a wow. big yeah. happy Mother's Day to all the, <laughs> right. the, the ladies and the, the mujeres out there. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I know it's hard for the moms and they, they always do, you know, always do the hard work. And we, our respects big time to all the mothers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, Milpa, you know, I've been for me working for Milpa approximately two and a half years now. And, you know, I'm. It started as, you know, we started noticing problems here in Salinas, um, you know, the high rates of arrest, you know, all the homicides, the lack of money put into education, parks and recs, and that creates health problems, health disparities for communities out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, our, our event that we had was, um, it's called Take It Outside. It was, you know, all the programs and the nonprofit programs in Salinas, you know, including, you know, Building Healthy Communities, Boktum 12, who are, you know, Teatro Arts and Crafts, um, Urban Arts Collaborative, the Monterey County Health Department, the city of Salinas, we all got together, uh, you know, hosted by the Big Sur Land Trust, and we had a, an event at the park where it was about getting to meet your neighbors out there, getting to enjoy the, the you know, the, the green space and yeah. advocating for more programs and health services, um, Towards our youth and, and community, so yeah, it's a, and that's a really nice park. We've brought up Natividad Creek before, and it's like, dude, this park, well, Natividad Creek has got a creek running through it, and no, then it and, you know, has a skate park, and it has you know big areas, and like you said, it is park space is pretty rare. Um, but how? So and is this a yearly thing? That this does take it out, Salinas, or um, this was actually the first annual. Um, event that the take it outside was it was simultaneously all around the state um however we do have local um events that we do host but this was yeah. the first one called host uh called take it outside and yeah we were you know we had a milpa hosted a skate park jam so we you know with the help of all the local shop uh, skateboards you know gregory at crown and bill's wheels at santa cruz you know yeah. we got some prizes for the for the youth and we you know hosted events and and it was it was a great turnout, and uh, that reminds me uh, when you you said the, the skate park thing, weren't uh, Sean was saying that you guys helped with the, the lights or there was oh. some you guys engaged helped the city engage some youth. 
Can yes. you can you talk about that? I again, Sean kind of. I mean, he's like I, I wasn't really there. You know, they could tell you more about it. So that's what I was very curious about. Yeah. So it started a while back. Um, you know, it started with us going. You know, going to the park and um, you know asking community folks what they wanted out there. And you know, as one of the projects that we got into were you know the a skate park you know competition or a skate jam. And um, during the process, as we were you know getting to know the community out there, we noticed that you know some of the parks weren't maintained well uh there wasn't there was no lights um you know the fences need repair the parks need improvement and yeah. um so part of our job in meat bar is to improve conditions in communities that really really need it you know and, and you know native that park being one of it um in this process you know we we got to know some of the local skaters you know we we, we told them to come with us and you know go talk to the city council and you know advocate respectfully for more improvements of yeah. the park so yeah man they they listened to the youth that we took out there they've been very enthusiastic about helping us and it's really about building relations with the city and you know coming being transparent and, and ultimately you know looking for the future and the improvements of our youth there you know there was complaints about some of the trees being knocked you know uh, trimmed up or you know it became a safety issue for yeah for our community so in this process, you know, after we went to speak at the city at the city council, we had the Monterey County Health Department who funded the skate park, gave us eight to ten thousand dollars. After that, the city of Salinas, the director of public works, his name's Gary Peterson, um, real really nice guy, really down to support the youth in this process, and he gave us another fifty thousand for them park, and that's in the, still in the process. So what Milpa did is we formed the skate park youth advisory group to you know sit in meetings with us and have the actual youth themselves take part in the decision making for the skate park because it is their park they're the ones that are there they're the yeah. ones that ride it and you know so um so we got connected also through the Hartnell architect teacher and the students and we've been having meetings with them and the city and the monterey county health department and come to the table and come up with the improvements of the park you know, with that money. And so the skaters themselves are the ones actually saying, hey, we need that, you know, that half pipe or we need the benches fixed up so it's safer for them. And if you go to the skate park now, you know, now there's a water fountain. Yeah. The fences are repaired. The benches are repaired. We had a volunteer skate cleanup that the city allowed us to have. And it was, it was really interesting to see when we went out and got the youth from the local high schools and we gave them community hours, all the skaters, you know, they stopped what they were doing and they came to help us clean up the park. And we do it for the health and the safety of these, of these yeah. youth that are out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, that, so that that's what, so that's what so you guys got the city to, to again put a water fountain. You said yes. fences and um, the lights. The lights. Oh, and lights. Yeah, the the lights are lights are big because again, yeah, that it is a big park in a, in a big you know, and it, so it could get dark and and yeah. you know with with daylight saving times and all that six o'clock is, is dark you know yeah. when your kids you know the kids just still want to be out there skating yeah. so um. So yeah, so then it's it's lit up now. The the park is yeah, man. The 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 lights turn off about approximately ten o'clock. But besides that, you know, there hasn't been any any complaints from the youth. They actually like it. You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, be, due to the recession that happened in two thousand eight, you know, the city hasn't had the enough you know allocation of revenue to put into the parks. Yeah. 
you know, schools, and this affects the, the, the way kids are raised. You know, sometimes, you know, we don't know what's going on with these youth at, at the house. You know, some may not even have a father. Some come from a broken home, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, they see stuff, community violence, and it's, you know, impairs their ability to learn. Yeah. So, and, and we're from Salinas, and these kids, they listen to us. They like what we're having because we're, you know, we're authentic about it. We know how it is to grow up in Salinas yeah. and not have many opportunities. And so Milpa is here. Most of us are local. Some have been system impacted. We understand the culture. We understand the neighborhoods. Yeah. So it's easier to gravitate, you know, instead of in the past where, you know, other areas probably have, may not have worked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're like a, you know, you know, we're a, you know, non-traditional, you know, um, but we're getting there, you know. We're yeah. still new. We're learning the culture, but we have made a lot of a lot of changes here in Salinas, and the people really, really are are digging what we're doing. Yeah, we're, and then you know, you also you also have to get take into consideration, you know, the area that we live in. You know, highly agriculture. Um, you know, parents come out of work really late, so it's like you know, kids want to be out there in skate park, you know, at the skate park, but without no lights. You know, the parents come home, and it's like, well, pues ya está tarde. You know, it's late. You know, so it's. Uh, you know, that gives them another thing for the parents to actually go and engage with the students when they come home from work. They want to go see their kids skate. You know, the lights are on. Why not, you know, go out there with their with their kids and go support them? How, and um, I, I was going to say, I completely I threw myself off. I, there, <laughs> I had like four, four things, that, I mean, as you're talking. Um, oh, well, one of the things that, so, and is this... Is that fifty thousand dollars? Is that already exhausted? Is every year? No. So up? we're we're actually in the last phases of the you know the graphic and the design, and so the money, I believe, needs to be spent by August thirty first. So you'll notice yeah. in the next few months that there will be some construction, some improvements in the park, um, and you know, that's just that's being from you know these young these young youth. You know, being molded by some of the Milpa crew and, 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 you know, just coming up and asking for things that, that's necessary for these kids, like like drinking water. Yeah. And, you know, trees that are, you know, trimmed up so there's it doesn't become a safety issue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And well, then that's, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that story on the podcast because we've mentioned it before where it's like, Salinas is a pretty decent sized city, you know, but at the same time, it's still small enough that, you can get something done. You can start a little mini revolution. You right. know, you can start your own movement. Yep. And if you right. get forty people to show up to a council meeting, <laughs> as much as as you think the man's holding you down or whatever, if you you pressure them, you know, you keep right. filling those chambers, they will listen. Right. Or, or or you'll put them in an uncomfortable situation. You'll at least make them react. Yes. You know. So um. So yeah. So it's great to hear the story that you know you guys facilitated, but it was really youth driven. You know. Yes. You guys are just kind of. You know, you're just there guiding it. You know, right. but but it's really them, and and yeah, and and I really believe that you know, growing up, they will be able to you know, to spread that news to to their you know friends that may not have been part of that movement, but they could say, hey, you know what? Well, you know, their friends complaining, oh, we don't have this. It's like, well, we got this done at the skate park like this. Maybe that'll work for that. Right. You know, and it's it's just kind of like a domino effect. Um, and and also I like that the fact that it's local. Again, you mentioned it was local thing. I, I a lot of and, and not to not not that I'm disparaging them or talking down to them, you know. But there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of ways the city usually tries to to you know oh this has worked in Boston or this worked in Chicago, so we're going to try our version of it here. And then yeah. it has some success, and then usually it's funding related, you know, that it doesn't have as much. But at, also at the same time, it's like you can't just 
force that you know you know chicago is a big urban city boston as well you know this is a small farming community mm-hmm. eight miles away from the ocean you know like no we grew up we have our own experiences we have our you know the our things that you know motivate us and yeah so that's why i like that the fact that this is a fully local salinas kind of area thing is I mean even even if you come from Watsonville, you know, like right. even if you if you like, hey, this worked in Watsonville. It's like, well, it's, it's similar enough, yeah. but Salinas is still has its own dynamics. And again, like you said, it's the the neighborhoods. And, I mean, coming from Salinas, it's really hard to get somebody to actually really trust you. You know, right. people will always look at you like, okay, I'll only let you go this far with me. You know, but yeah, somebody being from Salinas, and you know, it's. That's why I appreciate it. You know, that, that's why I, I like this movement. And that, that's, I was curious about that, you know. I was wondering, like, if this, is this something that you guys modeled after or, or you know. No. But it, this is, a, a, yeah, a fully local local thing. Um, yeah, so, so that's great. But uh, so what's, what's in the future? What's next? I know you, got, you have the skate, skateboard thing, but, you know, what, what else is in the works? Well, I mean, when you look at, you know, that's just one area, right? You know, you look at the, um, the skate park and the things that we that led up to the Take It Outside event this weekend and this past week, um, was it May 1st? Yeah, May 1st. Yeah. But, um, you know, before that, we hosted two skate jam sessions. Um, and even even before that, um, you know, the, the skating was, was one area that we wanted, really wanted to, um, you know, have it youth-led, have the youth, have the participatory um, process, right, where they come in and they, they, they fully grasp it and they, they take it with them, right? Um but even before that, we've uh, we've held two academias. Uh, it's called Academia Olin, and Olin is a Nahuatl word for movement. And these academias, uh, three days, and they're six hours each day, and they get you know exactly this, the the power punch that Milpa carries, right? The culture, consciousness, and movement building. Um, they get trained as far as like um, um, I don't want to say trained, but they go through different sessions of, uh, that's around culture. Uh, consciousness of what's going on in your area, what's going on in your community. A lot of it's um, the the participants bring up, right? So, for example, like, oh, you know, why are we always targeted? Why is East Salinas always targeted by, you know, by the law enforcement and things like that? Um, why is, you know, why is it that the biggest two things here in Salinas is to work in agriculture or to work in, um, you know, in, in retail? So it's like for, for us, it's like, oh, okay, we go, you go through these sessions, right? And some, some of the students that were going through our sessions were, um, were college students and they were like damn you know some of those teachings we don't even get when we're in college so it's like some of the students that go back to college and they, they form you know whether it's a student organizations or they want to get more involved to give back to the to their community that's one of the areas that, that you know we focus on you know on culture cost and movement building the academia olin um even <clears throat> prior to that you know um milpa came into existence after uh, monterey county received 88 million dollars hmm. to uh expand the jail and to uh, build a new juvenile hall. And for us, when we looked at the newspapers, we're like, what the hell? What's this? What's going on? So, you know, we formed, we got together, you know, we sat on a think tank and we said, you know what? Um, nah, somebody's going to have to rise up and somebody's going to have to say, you know, that, that that shouldn't be allocated towards Monterey County. We have our own problems already. We don't need this massive thing that's going to be built. You know, what's it? You know, the biggest thing that's been built here in Salinas, so, yeah. okay, you know, a juvenile hall. So, we advocated for it. Unfortunately, um, it was already we were late in the process to advocate for Monterey County not to get the money, but um, we were able to uh, get the the bed size from 150 beds to uh, no more than 120, so like a 20% reduction in beds, and um, that was huge. Um, they were 
you know, they had these meetings that, um, you know, we called 9-11 because nine, nine of the 11 sites that were going to be built were going to be built on, like, in Salinas and predominantly on the east side, right? Um, or areas that, you know, are highly, um, you know, Latinos. So, or Mexicanos. So we were like, nah, challenge, you can't, this can't be happening. We would go out and we would advocate and say, you know what? Um, no, you, because we knew that the youth that they were going to put in there were going to be coming from that area. So, um, they voted to have that juvenile hall built right there where the current existing one is and in sections, right? So as they uh, tear the one that's um, the one that's built now, they're going to be building the new one. So um, and we got really high attention for that because, you know, not a lot of people were advocating against the, the building of this and the expansion of the jail. Um, from there, um, you all seen the high, high peak of violence that occurred in, in the east side with uh, the officer involved shootings and um, when everybody and every uh, there was so much like uh, I don't even know how to words to put it, but I just wanted, there's so much desmadre over there in, in the east side where people were rioting, people were pissed, people were people didn't know what was gonna happen, right? So um, as this was going on, um, you know the Alisal Center for Fine Arts, ACFA, they opened up their doors, and you know we went in there, and they needed they needed folks to facilitate like two to three hundred people that were just coming from the march, and they needed somebody you know to to actually go in there and speak up and say, you know what, okay, we're going to hold everybody in a circle because nobody's bigger than anybody. You know, if you're a city city council member, if you're a board of supervisor, you're going to sit here too and you're going to listen to what the people have to say because, you know, it's, it's one big community. And, you know, we sat folks in a circle and we talked about, like, you know, the different things that were happening and um, family members opened up. And it was be- a beautiful thing to see because at that time, you know, with so many so many people and so many things going on, people were actually able to sit down and, and have a conversation. And we know that in order for things to get done, first you have to sit down and you have to have a conversation. You can't just be, um, you know, while writing is good at some point, you can't make it turn violent. And one of the things that we didn't want to do was, um, you know, to create or have violence created because Selena's had the media and the attention here. Yeah. You had, um, you know, media from all over, you know, all over the outlets. And, you know, for us, it was like, you know what, we can't be, uh, the media can't portray Salinas as, as you know, the you know there was a riot and things like that. So we're like, nah, you guys can't, can't do that. We have to come and like, you know, we have to come with our palabra. We have to come with prepared. But at the same time, if we're going to be at the table, we got to make sure that we're ready to be at the table. You know, so far, um, so many times we're often on the menu, not even on the table, mm. but when you're at the mm. table... How are you going to be prepared to be sitting down with these folks on the table? And, um, you know, that's that's what we're currently doing. Um, you know, we're looking to to change some of the current policies because we know that policies are, are what's hindering our people. Mm-hmm. And through through um, the community's voice, we know that that's power. And how are we going to motivate the power towards something good? And, and as you can see, the skate park, the juvenile hall, um, even our academias that we have, and another, you know, another event that we were very successful to push was Proposition 47. Um, you know, Proposition 47 passed, and um, we were able to to advocate, and we were able to push for it. Uh, Proposition 47, it uh, it lowered uh, six counts of nonviolent felonies to misdemeanors. So everything stemming from uh, theft, uh, receiving stolen property, small possession of of, of drugs, and um, there's like three or four other ones. Forgery, writing a back yeah. check, receiving stolen property under nine hundred and fifty dollars. 
Um, Nonviolent offenses where you know um, they're lo- they're locking you up for punitive laws, harsh and they're nonviolent. You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm not sure if most folks are aware, but California has built 22 prisons and you know one university since 1980. This is money that is taken away from kids' education, yeah. and majority of those those inmates are nonviolent offenders. Mm-hmm. So this passed as a law, and you know. Meepa, along with some of high school youth that we recruited, gave them community hours. You know, they, we went out there and we, you know, we campaigned and we got voters to, you know, vote for against this because, you know, people are given, you know, given three strikes, you know, for nonviolent offenses. Yeah, yeah. So be... this, this, this law passed and now people are given, you know, a chance because it was nonviolent, you know, and where people were literally from a life sentence to probation. Because of a nonviolent offense, yeah. and so it this creates you know it just creates more health problems for your community, and and you have so many negative impacts that happen afterwards. You know you're more likely not to get a decent job. You're more likely not to get a good education or housing. So you know it's 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 a movement that it's it's only going to get you know it's it's healthier for people and it's nonviolent offenses. It's just too expensive and it's just not working. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a high success rate. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. There, there's got to be the, the one obvious thing, you know. It's like, dude, it's, that's, if you can see anything, you can see that it's not working. And yeah, and I mean, to get life in prison for writing a bad check, you know, it's like, how does that benefit society? You know, that yep. that does not. Society ends up losing in that in that in that instance there. Um, that's and, and it's huge. I was like, <clears throat> that was a game changer, game changer for a lot of juvenile justice reform advocates, right? Because now it's opening the doors for other things to come through, right? Um, a lot of people that are going against Prop 47 are saying that, you know, oh, crime's increasing. There's a lot of people that are, you know, being uh, arrested. But, you know, that's, you know, it's not, it, people are just telling you, saying these, these things, right? But um, it's it's opening the doors for other things. So, for example, the Public Safety and Rehabilitation Act, which, um, you know, takes the discretion away from the prosecutors and the district attorneys. And now it's gonna, the judge is going to be able to review a youth's case and say, you know what, maybe this youth needs mm-hmm. some type of counseling. Maybe he needs parent um, parent counseling. And it, and at the end of the day, it's like making sure that the money that's being generated is going to the right places. You know, when you have incarcerated youth, uh, $62,300 going towards um, a private institution, and you look at the other side where it's only $9,000 a year going towards the Department of Education. So it's like for us, like, okay, do the math. Where's our money going to? And, you know, we really, we, we're really pushing and making sure that anybody that currently has a low-level nonviolent felony under these six classifications to come and get, get it, you know, pretty much reclassified to a misdemeanor. There's a three-year window. So on 2017, it's going to expire. Hopefully, we're going to push so that way it could add another three years. Or if not, make it a law, mandatory law. But it was only, um, it only got three years. So that's what we're, we're working as a Prop 47 collaboration between uh, the Colectiva de Mujeres, um, Second Chance, uh, the Village Project that out in Seaside. And it's a, it's a coalition that's pushing down in the bottom, right? When you're talking about how are you engaging community and how are you getting the word out there to people. Well, man, we're, we're out there walking. We're out there knocking on doors. We're out there... So we're out there pushing, pushing on the on the ground, right? You gotta get your bootstraps already, you know, nice it's, and tight. And so. so, you know, like I said, if if you know you're a person who's been convicted for a felony for a nonviolent offense, whether it's you know receiving stolen property under nine hundred fifty dollars, writing a bad check, um, personal use of of a hard drug, um, you know, 
And I believe the last one is, um, I think it's theft. It's just regular theft, like petty yeah. theft. As long as it's $950, you can now get that felony reduced to a misdemeanor, you know, which now will allow you to, you know, get a good education, get yeah. a better job, you know, because, you know, hey, it's some people, are, it's different. You know, hey, what if you just have a high, you know, a rate of unemployment and you literally have nothing to do and you have kids? It's, it's happening because yeah. of this health problems that happen, you know, 95% of people that go to prison are getting out. That means there's a lot of nonviolent offenders out there. You know, they're getting out and this creates like homelessness problems. This creates, so people have to, you know, they get caught stealing milk for their kids or, you know, some type of, what if it's medicine for their kids and they're sick and they have nothing else? Yeah. You know, so the, the point is it's nonviolent and it, it hasn't been proven to have a success rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's, uh, that's definitely true. And I, I, especially that one, that after, you know, the, the getting a job, because that, that's, that's yeah. where I, it's also, it's like, dude, okay, whatever, for whatever reason you went to prison, when you get out, you're out. You you served you your served, time. Yes. You should be able to, you know, get get back into, you know, you your life shouldn't be ruined. You know, you you can't <laughs> you can't um, again like the, the the state can't take money away from you to the point where you can't function. You know, even if you owe whatever whatever amount of money you owe, they'll always allow you to live. You know that the, the you know, but when it comes to to people that that used to be in prison sometimes that doesn't come into effect you know it's like they can't even make enough to live because of this that they've already served their time for again whatever you think of 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 what the crime may have been the law says hey this is this is how we treat it and so there that's done you know that's it's not it shouldn't be a life sentence you know to do right. you know 3 years shouldn't be a life sentence um, you should be able to get that that job you, again. You sh- yeah, you shouldn't be able to live at that point. Yeah, I don't know. It, it you see the the recidivism rate. Yes. you know, is so high, and it's like, well, dude, when when you can only be a, a you know work at McDonald's or something. Right. Yeah. And what well, what the fuck? You know, you're still doing the same. You're still a prisoner. You know, you're doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And you're like, well, well, fuck this. I'm going back. You know, I'll just try to, you know, I'll try to do something to, to you know, and, better my situation. And you, and you said the right words, man. You said that it'll ruin your life. For a lot of people, it ruins their life. It's just, it's too punitive, too harsh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, the system just needs, a, it needs some fixing to do. You know, it needs a little bit of more yeah. like, hey, man, we're knocking on your door. You know what? It's disproportionate. You know, there's been research that Latinos are, are giving harsher punishment than a white person for the same offense and this is research yeah. proven you know yeah. and community based organizations such as MIPA such as building house communities such as Bach 212 are proven to reduce the rate of recidivism substance abuse programs rehabilitation are proven and they're 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 less you know less uh, expensive they're cheaper than yeah. sending them to a prison yep. where you're spending 62,000 a year and if you send a child or a youth to education it's nine ninety two hundred nine thousand two hundred for public education. Mm-hmm. Do the math; it yeah. doesn't make no sense. Yeah. And then just you know, because I know that you know the podcast is heard by a lot of folks, right? So I just want to make sure that we give out the six uh, the six felonies that that are can now be reduced to a misdemeanor. So if you're all hearing, you know, the, the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to throw it out there that the six of them. The first one's a uh, simple drug possession, mm-hmm. uh, petty theft, including commercial burglary with for nine hundred and fifty dollars or less. 
shoplifting for $950 or less, writing a bad check for $950 or less, forgery, $950 or less, or receiving a stolen property for $950 or less. So right now what we what we have is we have a, the, a coalition of Prop 47 that we also have um, a collaboration with the Public Defender's Office. So we have a one-page intake form that we have folks fill out and we deliver it to the Public Defender's Office and they make sure that it's, it, everything's good and they submit it to... Um, you know, to the judge for they could get their, their felony reduced to a, to a reclassified to a misdemeanor. So, And how could they get a hold of, like say somebody's listening and they just want to get a hold of you or get involved in somehow, how, how could they, how do they get a hold of MIPA? Yeah, you know, they, they, can, um, they can go ahead and come to our office at 339 Melody Lane, and that's in between uh, Cherry Bean and Beverly Fabrics over there on the, by the parking side over there by Casa Sorrento, not through the front. Um, they could actually go onto our website at www.milpacollective.org and they could just shoot us over a, a message. Um, they could email me at rcasas at milpacollective.org um, or they could just, you know, contact you all and then they, you can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, we're all, yeah, well, again, we're always here. Yeah, if you're listening, you, you know you can reach us, you know, yeah. through our social media channels as well and we'll definitely... Well, I, I already... I, I have somebody <laughs> in mind already... <laughs> Um, yeah, then, at Natividad Creek Park. Yeah, some yeah. somebody again because of the podcast, and you know they they reached out. They're like, dude, I think yeah. you know you might be able to to help them. Hmm. And one of the things, right, is that it, it it also pertains to youth. So you know, if a youth is out there and you know uh, the felony of you know having maybe like a joint or something like that, they would be able to to reclassify it to a misdemeanor. So you know, it's it's a it's a game changer. Like I was saying, even if you have a felony in, in another county. Um, our public defender will be able to help you out with that. You know, make sure that you get to the other public defender on that county. Um, but you do have to go and reclassify your felony in whatever county you received it in. Is there like some sort of time limit for that? Like, say you had your got, you got your felony in like eighty five or something. No, it's retroactive. Retro, oh, okay. Like 10, 15, 50, 60 years ago. So. Yeah. So again, I don't know if, if anyone is listening. I mean, that could really be oh, yeah. uh, that could be a really life changing uh, uh, choice there. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and and yeah, if you are open available to get that change, that you should definitely definitely look into that mm -hmm. and i'm sure it's much cheaper than paying a bunch of lawyers and stuff to go mm -hmm. go talk to judges and fight that oh yeah um no well that that that's all, all, awesome <laughs> so <laughs> is it no it's it's, it's crazy yeah um no, yeah, and we'll, we'll have Building Healthy Communities. We'll actually have, I don't know if you know Chewy, but... Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. our buddy. Yeah, well, we'll he's going to be on in a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really excited, you know, to, to start meeting more more uh, people here. Oh, dude, you know what? I have a set of questions. I, I haven't asked people that. <laughs> no, I, I have a set. Uh, I call it Your Selena's Story. And I add, and it's just like a couple, several questions that it's like, dude, only if you're from Selena's you'll have the answers to this that's right that's and it's right. always like I'm always curious um, let me see if I could let me pull these up real quick it's been so long you still have them that's great <laughs> I hope they're on my I, drive I, I waited for this to come back you know I think the last person you did it to was me and that was embarrassing and, and you know the really beautiful thing that you're seeing now is you're seeing that folks that are are either you know that have been system impacted that are returning to work with community based organizations you have college students that are returning back home and it's really beautiful to see because there's a lot of traction and our youth are starting to see that and, and you know, gravitating towards, you know, towards something different, towards towards change. And I think um, one of the big things that, that Milpa has to offer is that a lot of the work that we do is grounded around culture. 
And I want to also, you know, throw out a shout out to uh, the National Compadres Network and La Cultura Cura because, you know, culture cures. And a big area and emphasis that we do is around culture and how you have to heal yourself internally before you start working with other people externally. And um, it's been, you know, it's been, been really, re really beautiful and a blessing for, for uh, individuals that, that have came through our organization and really beautiful to witness so just wanted to throw it out there yeah and i really like that whole culture thing because again being mexican-american sometimes it yeah. it is weird having mm -hmm. the, the motherland you know right there attached so you're like well, so what the hell am i am i mexican i'm mexican-american you mm -hmm. know so yeah sometimes you're like well, dude who do, is it george washington or benito juarez or something you know so you <laughs> yeah. get all confused you know so it is cool people yeah. that are like here you use your culture this is how to you know, better understand yourself and, and your culture um, and so, yeah, that's why I dig the the like the culture based aspect of it, you know, because it is it is trying to do. Because I it bothers me that we're so European centric, not mm -hmm. not just in our governance, but also in like our art. Yeah, our art. You see, Roman columns are beautiful everywhere. Roman mm -hmm. columns. What the fuck, dude? Aztecs built pyramids and had some of the most beautiful cities. You know, yeah. why why don't why is it more uh, again Mesoamerican architecture incorporated? I think that matters a lot. You know, it kind of it it's another way of again the man keeping you down kind of thing. It's like these are all these are three thousand year old European you know civilizations. Look how smart they were. It's like bitch, we have our own three thousand year old yeah. smart civilization that came up with its own you know groundbreaking stuff. Why are why do we try to shy put it away? You know, fucking fries is the only thing shaped like a Mayan temple. You know, we got retail stores, <laughs> but yeah, but and oh, you go all these uh, government buildings and we, we, they're they're all Roman. They're all Roman. Their you know style, which is and it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but it's like man, America has a, a deep, rich culture as well, and um, and we we seem to be squashing it by by not not like showing it off, you know, and 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 I mean it, it's it's cool. I get it. I you know I, America. I'm fully ingrained in American culture again. I think it, I'd have a much easier time living a month in anywhere in America than somewhere in Mexico. You know, other than my Spanish, right, <laughs> that's right. the only thing I would—I wouldn't know how to pay taxes and that shit in Mexico. You know, I don't know where to go to utility or something. I don't know, you know. So, um, so yeah, so I, I am a fully an American, I would say, but it it is nice to know that history. You know, know your, your roots. You your know, roots. it's crazy, yeah, because it, it really is a big, per, you know, of who who you are, and yes. it's like we can shape this this great country right. in. Our vision as well. It's like you know, it's like the number one thing is learning learning the valores, you know, the values of, of who you are as a person, and and you know, when you say culture, it's like a universal language, right? So we're not, you know, discounting other cultures, but yeah. it's it's always beautiful to know and to have a, you know, an a hundred percent understanding of, of who you are as a person, and not to be shy, not to be worried about what other people are going to judge you or like, oh, you know what, this guy's Mexican or whatever, whatnot. But for us, it's about you know to be comfortable with who you are. Be comfortable where you come from, because that's gonna take you leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah, and again, I I just went to that Bracero talk at oh, that yeah. Steinbeck, so I'm all you know, I'm all <laughs> I'm all into that right now too, and um and yeah, that's some really cool stuff that that they're working on in the background. I mean, it, there's a lot of things going on, you know. And I'm glad we're able to share it. Yeah. But anyway, I found these questions here again. I haven't I haven't done these in a while, and then, I don't know. They're silly. If you're from Salinas, you'll probably get them. Um, but of course, the first one is: Were you born 
In Salinas? I, I think you were. Oh, yeah. I was, I was born here. And we'll, Na- Nativity Hospital. Yeah, Salinas yeah. Valley the, Memorial Hospital. I was at Memorial, <laughs> too. I was at yeah. Memorial, too. Nah, that's why, that's why we're the... Uh, um, and what high school did you guys graduate from? Uh, Salinas High. I actually... I was born here in Salinas, and then my mom got a job in Castroville at the, working at the, the artichoke canneries. So we ended up moving to Castroville and I ended up graduating from North Monterey County High School. Oh, okay. So you want me to talk slower? <laughs> <laughs> actually, hey, actually, at that, that time, uh, hey, at that time, North County was uh, was known as one of California's most distinguished wow. schools. So... Yeah, only because you went... After I left, I don't know. It went, it went down. <laughs> I'm not saying it was me. I'm going to... Um, all right, and or are we more likely on the weekend to find you at Northridge Mall or at Old Town Salinas downtown? Um, well, for me, neither, man. I, I just, you know, I like to go out and do outdoor activities. I like to go, you know, Toro Park to go running. Um, you know, I train a local boxer, my nephew. And so we, we are always active going out to Fremont's Peak and going to the beach and, you know, getting some good exercise. In. Yeah, you got to take advantage of the area, dude. We oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it oh, just yeah. depends. Like, I, if, I, if I'm going to be going to, like, you know, a party or a baile, you'll, hear, you'll see me at Northridge probably shopping for some things. But um, lately I've been spending a, a lot more time in, here in uh, downtown because our office is downtown. Some of the times I come oh, yeah. in the weekend and I have to, you know, write some papers, make sure that stuff's getting ready for the, for the upcoming week. But, no, usually most of the time you'll, you'll see me on the east side over there. You know, that's where I'm at and, yeah. All right, and uh, so what's the uh, favorite meat to get on your tacos? Um, I say the old carne asada, man. Just you know, classic tradition, yeah. Just keeping it classy. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about you? You know what, man? I'm gonna lie. I like tacos de tripa, bro. They're bomb. But yeah, they, they have you have to know how to make the tripa. Though. Yeah. If I go to a place and I taste it, and you know, I take a bite out of it, I'm not gonna eat it no more. But you know, they have, it has to be crispy. If it's not crispy, then you know what? Nah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, the big, the, the big supermarket on the east side. You still refer to it as a money mart, or you still, or you call it Foodsco? I, I I refer. I still refer. Call it money mart. Uh, when I was a child, my dad we used to go out there and boycott with Cesar Chavez and all the farm workers no you know, to have better conditions. Yes, definitely always money mart, brother. Yes. Yeah, I, I man. When I was a little kid, right, and money mart, and I have all these stories. Um, I have a story about my mom and my dad chilling in their their old school lowrider right there in front of money mart. My mom and my dad are all cool. But uh, one of the stories that I can never forget is, as a young kid, when you would go in there, right, you smell the chicharron or you smell the chips, and they had, like, this little plastic container that you could open it and you could grab whatever you wanted. Oh, man, I would go for, like, thirds, fourths. That was the best. You know, just right. stick your hand in there. Who cares who had their hands in there? You just grab it, <laughs> eat the chicharron, and then you come back again around the corner. Oh, yeah, that was the money. And that store had everything. It was yeah. like a mall in one <laughs> building. Dude, you could go clothes shopping and grocery shopping all at the same time. And the money mart was the, the swap meet of Salinas. Yeah, I, I think money, yeah. money mart was the first swap meet of Salinas. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Money mart was, that, was, that store was crazy. It was freaking huge. And, um, all right, so, oh, this is, I don't know why, but this seems like a Salinas thing. But did you guys ever put uh, Cheetos in your Cream cheese bagels. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah. I did. Yeah, okay. You're bringing up old memories. Yeah, man. dude. I, I, I thought I was a creator of that, man. In high school, uh, we would do that. Get the cream cheese. It's a, dude. I don't know why the hell. 
uh, the spiciness, I guess. And this one, again, this one is more, I guess, Northside centric. Because, again, I, I, we moved, I moved to the Northside when I was 10. So I lived there for a while. So uh, everyone on the Northside always had at least one birthday party at El Dorado Park. Did you have you ever had one at El Dorado Park? Or Sherwood? I should say Sherwood, huh? Both. I should move it. Yeah. Both. <laughs> yeah, I got, my, I got my first bicycle, I remember, from my godfather. Um, Joel, um, you know, I got a, a BMX bike, and I was excited, man. You know, right by yeah. the swimming pool. Yeah. I've also had a parties at El Dorado. You know, it, it's just Salinas, man. There's yeah. nothing like it. You know, yeah. that's what I love about it. Show up at like four in the morning to yeah. get a table and a barbecue pit. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. that's right, man. And you still do that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, man. Yeah, well, shit, that's all we know. You yeah. know, it's like we're from here. Yeah. We're raised you here. Know? <laughs> My tia used to live around the corner of El Dorado, so it was easier for us to like have access to that place so it was yeah Dude. man yeah so again those are just some questions that I've again as we've talked and I was like dude I, these are like this is how you really know somebody's figure out their Selena story you know that's right Fig- uh, the, the real real question should be like where do you get your burritos from yeah that's where I was gonna add as well um, yeah it's one of those cause food is yeah I wanted to do a burrito competition <laughs> or some shit downtown, but right? the fucking organization is just such a fucking hassle, you know. Yeah. So where do you, where do you get your burritos? Which what kind? Oh, so even like if it's chile verde. Let's go oh, chile verde. Charrito, right? charrito. Yeah. Charritos the tortillas, bro. The tortillas make the burritos. <laughs> that's the fucking. That's like that's the Salinas. Diners, drive-ins, and dives right there. We <laughs> 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 Guy Fieri to go to fucking to fucking. A charrito, it's gonna call it chicharito. Watsonville has their hot dogs. We have our burritos, our tortillas mm-hmm. over here. Watsonville, their hot dogs. What the fuck's up with that? Man. And the brown berets fixing bikes. <laughs> I think that's a that's a cool ass way for them to like make some little change, you know, keep themselves going. They fix bikes. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That's how the coup. That's yeah, like, transportation it's needed it's, yeah. it's good exercise yeah. fuck yeah dude and if you're in Watsonville it's a small town you can go everywhere on a bike mm-hmm. from the strawberry fields to the other strawberry fields yeah. <laughs> uh, no hell um, well anyway I so this 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 is a three year old program um, and it was it was started here locally and Oh shit! No, the boxing. I want to get into your boxing because we we're, we have a, a writer coming in in June, and she wrote a book. Uh, um, she's from I don't know actually I don't know if she's from, she's from Puebla actually, uh-huh. but she's been writing here for twenty years, and she wrote a book called the Fighting A Fighting Chance, uh-huh. and it's about a, a, a boxer from the East Side. This kid that you know that's going out with this chick from Pebble Beach and okay. well, I'm only a couple of chapters in. Was this an old book or? No, it just recently came out. I think last year it, really? it came out. Um, yeah, and she she like did a reading of it here at Steinbeck Center, but you know, she reached out to us and was like, dude, hell yeah. So she sent us a copy of the book and so yeah, I'm reading it, but yeah, that's what, it, I mean, again, I, I kept wanting, that's what was going through my head this whole time. Was the boxing, the boxing, I want to get into the boxing. Um, because yeah, it's it's called again a fighting chance. Has the boxing gloves and they're like they're like a heart. It's all fucking, it's all funny. But um, nice. But yeah, again, I, I'm reading it and it starts off. Um, well, I'm assuming it's the bread box, but they call it the packing shed in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna the city's going through like a financial crisis and they're talking yes. about shutting it down. And and again, in this the beginning of the book that the kids are supposed to do a a, a 
you know, they're supposed to tell the city council what it means to them. Um, but anyway, you, you, you said you, you, know, you got a, a boxing background and all that. And I know that Salinas is big on soccer, but boxing, again, not only in the Mexican community, but also Salinas. It's just like right there, you know. So, um, so can you, what is your boxing background? In- um, so, you know, I, when I was younger, you know, I've tried it out. It was never for me. You know, it's really, you know, you have to be really disciplined. But for my nephew, his name's Ruben Villa. Uh, he actually started in the bread box at the age of five, you know. Yeah. My brother and uh, his wife, Jessica, you know, gave him a birthday present to the bread box, you know. Um, so he's been there ever since. You know, he's been there, you know, he was there for several years. Started at the age of five. He fought his first. You know, amateur fight at the Monterey uh, Peninsula College. I remember. You know, I won the first fight. Um, you know, it's just never, never, never gave up. But yes, they did lose some funding, and he, uh, unfortunately, and uh, he's been training and his in his coach Rudy Puga's backyard. So you know, it was backyard boxing originally. Um, yeah, he's been pretty prestigious. Um, you know, just uh, yeah, he's he's has several national championships. Um, you know, he's. Uh, two-time silver glove which is you know as a as a 16 and under and he's also a two-time golden glove which is men divisions for 2014 and 15 uh, he's still in, he's going to graduate this this year out of alvarez so um he's also the 2015 olympic qualifier gold medalist and uh went to the olympic trials but lost the final so he's a silver medalist he's an alternate for the olympics oh, so yeah. it's something very inspirational for our people here in Salinas and all over the county and um you know he really he really you know for him it's 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 about giving back to people in a form that we can you know Uh, you know you know he's been blessed to have a family who's been supportive of him in this process you know um you know so he's been you know fortunate to not get in trouble and stay focused in school and his boxing and he's really an inspiration to other other folks out there um, he's always coming out to our events to support us at Meatbox because, yeah. like I said, it's all about giving back to people and giving, helping out those people that don't have the power to help themselves. You know, we're yeah. about giving back to people, and it's important for for you know folks to to realize that it takes the village to raise you know a, a, a young man and a woman, and yeah. you know we're like I said, we're born and raised here. Um, you know, he's probably he's he's gonna go pro in about a month or two, so he'll be making his pro debut. Um, more likely in Ontario, California, and so- SoCal. Okay. So, um, but yeah, man, it's you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing seeing you know my own family. I'm his trainer, so I'm his personal trainer as far as the fitness, and he has a boxing coach that you know. But together, you know, me and my brother Ruben, you know, um, you know, we make sure that he gets you know everything, his wrapping, his gloves. You know, we have our own gym now. You know, for many years we were trained out of our my parents's backyard you know yeah. garage and you know we, we had what, what we worked with and we made it happen and like i said he's very um you know he's a world-ranked boxer he's got over 150 wins as an amateur and eight nine losses you know so Shit. you know keep keep your you know head out for him and you know yeah. uh, um he'll be he'll be he'll be you guys will be hearing about him pretty soon well and that that's i like that's cool that he comes out you know to the events and all that because i've i've always said that about salinas is um it's the, the leaders don't really seem to be out in the community, you know, like they just lead and then they go back to their houses, you know, so it's like, so these kids don't really have a chance to kind of rub shoulders with, with somebody that, to kind of make them more human, you know, like, oh, I can see myself that, like, this dude's just, you know, chilling, waiting for his burrito just like me, you mm-hmm. know, and because uh, I'm like, dude, if you're in San Jose and you're you're a kid over there, dude, you might run into the 
Twitter CEO or Facebook or so. You know, you have the ability to be like, oh, fuck, that's what I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes here in Salinas, it's like the, the, the kids don't see that the positive, you know, the positive people do go on and with their lives and move out and they never get seen by the local people. So the local people always think, fuck, dude, I'm stuck. I'm stuck here. Right. You know, it's like, dude, no, you're not stuck. That, that yeah. again, like I always say, that ceiling's made out of glass. You could just, yeah. you guys just got to punch through it, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, so I like that. It's great that he actually shows up and is seen, you know, because right. the kids could be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, he's from my, literally from my yeah. neighborhood. I could, I could be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like, like, like I said, you know, um, having him around has been very inspirational for young kids. Like, for example, we um we were we set up a tent or a booth in the local Ciclovia, which is uh, the it was the youth led you know uh, event yeah. where they closed down you know all the way from East Salinas to South Salinas on Alice House Street through the Building Healthy Communities um, you know agency and they've been really supportive in you know bringing out these events and we set up a booth there and you know we showed you know we had our you know two Golden Glove national bouts. That's literally the best in the United States, yeah. Salinas, California, 2014-15. Kids, he was only 17 and 18 when he won those two tournaments. You know, we went and fought Los Angeles, California. They're the hub of boxing. We ran through them. Then we yeah. West Coast, <laughs> East Coast, five days in a row in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, we took the whole country. You know, we've done that several times, and, and you know... We want we want that to be a positive thing here in Salinas because there's so much positive things going out that, that's happening out there right yeah. now. You know, and that's what it's about. We can't look at the bad stuff. Yeah. You know, when bad things happen, yeah. we have to correct it, come together, not not bash people about it, but be a part of the solution. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's that's exactly what, again when when the police shootings happened a couple of years ago all in succession so fast. That's where a lot of people, uh, you, the comments were, oh, where's this anger when there's a, a, a kid getting shot or something? It's like, dude, it's always there, you know? It's yeah. always there. There's always people working, yeah. trying to rectify the situation, trying to make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, this is a much more magnified event. But again, what you guys are doing is, is just as impactful, you know, as a thousand people on the street. Um, of course... You know, you guys don't have the cameras in your face, and you know people aren't, aren't putting you guys on the, on the ten o'clock news all mm. the time. But um, but yeah, so that's what upset me when I was seeing those comments. It's like, dude, you're all these people right now. You you're just reducing their work to nothing. You know, the people that are working so hard, a lot of the times volunteering. You know, mm. their time. They don't. Nobody makes money doing this. You know, you don't get into social work or helping the community to become Donald Trump or something. Or, or you yeah. know. You, you do it because you you care about it, so um, so yeah, that that it that's why I like to now that this show is where it's at to have mm-hmm. you know be able to share these stories and have like these are the people you know like so when, if anyone now ever says oh well why don't people ever get mad or why don't anybody do anything about it Cause, well, listen to episode one hundred boo listen to episode one hundred <laughs> you'll you'll hear some of those people the real people just like we say again all the what the news reports that negative stuff. It's all real, you know, right. that sh- those shootings are real or the robbery, whatever it might be. They don't make them up. They don't make them up just to, they're real. And we get it. But just like this is real, right. you know, just right. like what you guys are doing is is real. And so what's the, what's the what's the reality of Salinas? You know, is it, you know, is it mostly what you guys are doing or is it shootings, you know? And it's. It's overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. The reality, yep. mm-hmm. the re- reality of Salinas is overwhelming. It's not 
it's not difficult for us to find guests or positive news stories, you know, to, again, a back-to-back Golden Glove winner. The El Camino Real uh, football team, is, is they're always sending us stuff. They have back-to-back state champions, you know, nice. they're 13- and 14-year-old kids. And, and, and again, over and over again, the more I reach out and, and try to get, figure out what the hell's going on, it's positive stuff mm-hmm. and it's youth. And it's like, dude... The story that everyone tells of Salinas is complete opposite than the reality. Yeah, and and so yeah, so I'm glad for, I'm glad for you guys and that you guys are doing um, again what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. I was really excited when you guys reached out to me because um, I had I had heard of the organization before. Again, didn't really know what it did, but you know, seeing it online and all that, and I was like, dude, these are the people. Or building healthy communities right. as well. Oh it, yeah. Um, I don't know if you know Carissa from there. I'm. Yeah, I'm. She's awesome, man. Dude, awesome. When when she started following us on our Twitter account, and I would see what she would post, and I would tell Cujo, like, dude, I don't even, I don't think this is a real person. Like, this is like an organization just created this person, like as as kind of a spokesperson. And then I started to realize she was a real person, and I was like, holy (laughs) shit, dude! I was. That's how much I was kind of had the 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 wool over my eyes kind of thing. Is I thought it was so bad that there couldn't be one person that thought that way you know but here we go two years later and i'm like dude there's way more than i ever than i ever expected Mm -hmm. um and i'm again i'm glad that we can be just tell a little bit of that story right because you again what you guys are are doing is great and yeah you know and it's 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 a good thing because right now there's a lot of movement going on you know with the building housing communities and milpa and you know baktun 12 and the mujeres you know we're sitting down in the table with the city officials and being transparent with each other because hey you know there's something a lot of health problems and issues that stem from not being you know the education system not being as funded or you know more money going to other areas you know that yeah. just are making our kids our youth safer you know so we're coming to the table working on the school issues working on the you know the juvenile hall issues try to make things better and more healthier for for our community here yeah, yeah. I think the, another area is like you know, you have a lot of people that have so much passion, right? That they they want to see change, but it's like, man, you got to come out here. You got to come out. You got to voice out what you have to say. Um, you know, right now the city is going through their budget, and it's like dissect, dissecting that budget, and making sure that the right money is allocated towards the right program. You know, when you have a city that sixty percent of their funding goes towards police and fire, mm-hmm. well, you got to make sure that you know that that the libraries get some of that monies too, right? Uh, but how are we going to, you know, advocate and change that? Well, we need everybody to the table. You know, we need the community there. We need uh, the system leaders there. We need everybody that's going to be advocating. So everybody has, you know, every, everyone has a voice. And we just want to make sure that everybody's going to come together, you know, to, to share that voice and make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, that our, that our kids and our kids' kids are going to have a better life. And that's what we want. We want to ensure that, that you know, everything that you do now is going to affect seven generations moving forward. So, you know what? Put that 1% or 2% back, you know, to other areas that, that are needed. You know, parks and recs. You know, you got the libraries. Man, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really surprised. I seen the, um, an article the other day on, um, you know, this paletero, the paletero library. It's, it's, a, it's a paletero in wheels. There's books in it, and it has Wi-Fi. Internet. So, it's, there's yeah. somebody that's pushing a cart. And it's a it's a little library like it's it's a little hub instead of paletas you're giving books and it has Wi-Fi so you can get Wi-Fi off of that little paletero. 
And I was like, wow, that's awesome. So it's like different ideas like that, right, that we need to incorporate into Selena's. And you only get that when you bring people that are going to come and they want to talk and they want to open up so that way, you know, we can have those changes for, for our kids. So. And we were talking about that before we started recording that, yeah. you know, again, the cool thing that you guys are doing is you're showing the community, hey, you are invited to the table, That's right. you know, and, That's right. and if you're not, you better fucking still put yourself at that table, you know, yeah. you deserve to be there, you know, you, yeah. again, you, you, the taxes that we pay that run all this stuff, uh, you know, well, again, we're the ones that pay them, so this is, they're all public people, they're all public employees, so they, they, and again, not to be all like, oh, you work for us, kind of like we're your masters, but, mm-hmm. but really, that no, they're, they're the ones that are supposed to get our will done, you yeah. know. And so, but if they don't know what we want, then yeah, it, it is, does make it kind of hard to to mm-hmm. complain, you know. Later on, it's like, well, again, you where were you? Again, the budget thing is we talked about on our Californian one, yeah, because uh, that's a big one, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, tell them what you want. You might not get what you want, mm-hmm. but come back next year. You know, mm-hmm. come back next year with more people, and come back the the following year with more people, and you will yeah. get it eventually. Um, and yeah, and that's why I'm so grateful for getting organizations like yours that that let people know that like, okay, look, you might be afraid of whatever the city hall might be, but we're not. Let right. us go there, figure out what you need to do, and then so yeah, so it's a it's a kind of you know guiding somebody into into the way of doing it. And again, once they learn, they're free to teach or anybody. And like you said, the yep. it'll, it'll it's a generational thing, yep. you know, if. If you were taught as a 14-year-old how to do stuff and, you know, get stuff done with the city, when you have kids, you know, 14, 15 years later, you're going to teach them the same thing, you know? You're not just going to tell them all of a sudden something different. So, yeah, so, yeah, it'll just keep going and going and going, and all of a sudden a majority of the community will know how to, you know, how to get there. And Salinas could be a, you know, really awesome place for everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, we, we... we definitely enjoy the hell out of ourselves here. Oh know? yeah, and you really can make a name for yourself here. It's a bit you don't. It's just not a small ass town anymore. You know, you could sit here. You, you know, you could be in Salinas and 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 be really successful. Yeah. You know? But yeah, and well, did we have we covered everything? I, that I I want to make sure all your projects, anything that that you guys want. I, I mean, the skateboarding thing. I was really curious about. Um, but yeah, we're. Um you know, we're looking on having our next Academia Olin, uh, the third Academia Olin, uh, sometime in June. Uh, we're also looking to um, to start a, uh, and it's in the it's in the talks, right, of, of having uh, some kind of like summer school where kids come, like six to seven kids come to our come to our place and they learn a little bit of the culture aspect of it, and but they also, um, you know, get to go to George's gym or the, we take them out to uh, Toro Park so they can go hiking, uh, take them to the beach. But it's just, you know, to let them know that there's something else out there. And um, those are some of the projects that we currently have lined up. Um, But, yeah, anything else that we have, we will shoot it over to you all so you guys can post it up for us on on your podcast or or your Yeah, like, you know, we just want people to, you know, come out and support community-driven, you know, practices that we're trying to do. We're trying to make things better. We're not trying to point fingers at people. We're not trying to bash anybody. We're trying to say, hey. You know, there's a problem going on. This is it's a health, you know, public issue. You know, um, there's kids that are overweight. You know, how can we fix that? There's kids that are being locked up for nonviolent offenses. How can we fix that? There's parks that aren't, you know, aren't safe for kids. How can we put some lights up? You know, yeah. and we're coming with respect, and the city, you know, is moving forward with community. You know, and I believe they're doing a great job. You know, always, you know, we want this community to be very, very, you know. Um, 
you know, health, you know, equity, social equity, have things, you know, more fair. You know, we yeah. want, we want, you know, we want just the, the right, you know, parks and the, you know, money put into parks and schools. You know, mm-hmm. why should a teacher have 33 students um, and, you know, the ability for her to teach all those those you know, students are, you know, it's kind of hard. It's hard for them. You know, they're not yeah. funded good enough. So it's our job to, you know, say, hey, you know, we want this part. This affects our health. You know, we want, you know, more programs for, for, for our youth. You know, we want after school programs, you know, things that will, are going to make our, our future generations more healthier. Yeah. Yeah. And then also with those people also need to have patience with that. Those are, are aren't quick yep. fixes, you know, and I think that's <laughs> why it. that's why you that funding it. sometimes dries up. It's like, OK, you get two years worth of funding. And it's like, dude, you need more time than that. You know, so. Um, so, yeah. And uh, again, that I, I, I do again hear that first people. That's why people don't believe people aren't doing anything, you know, like, oh, I heard about that. And now now it's gone or, or something. But it's like, no, it, it, it takes time. It takes time, you know. Let it let it all unfurl, and and yeah, start making those positive choices now, and and yeah, and eventually this will be like you said, a a, a more equal city, right, uh, for everybody. And and it's a great city. We're oh, eight, yeah. again eight miles away from the ocean, in Monterey County. We got you know the, like you Toro Park and you know Fremont Peak and all that. We, we best weather in the world. Yeah, yeah. best weather. Yeah, it, it, it's a, we produce eighty percent of the nation's lettuce to people too. So this is it's beautiful, you know. Um, you know, yeah, man. We just want folks to come out and support. You know, best, best. You know, have communities more healthier and safer. Get to know your neighbors. Uh, yep. You know, support our youth. You know, in, vote for something that's going to help. You know, education parks and you know healthy healthy youth generations out there. Um, you know, uh, like the skate park thing. You know. Now, you know, the, the, the park is safe now. Now people have drinking water. You know, before they would have to go walk walk a couple blocks to get water. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's it's safer for them. And, you know, and the skaters are actually the ones in, in the table making the decisions themselves, you know, yeah. with the city partners. And we're saying, hey, how can we make this better for us? And, you know, I think the city is moving forward. We also have a GoFundMe for the parks. If anyone wants to donate anything for improvements of the park, you know, we're still... We don't want this to just, you know, a transaction. We got it done and let's move on. No, this is relational. We want a continuum to this. You know, we also wrote a grant with the mayor and Gary Peterson, the director, to improve to improve the park and get more money for the park. You know, we're yeah. not just sitting here making this a one one handshake deal and let's go. No, we want this to be a continuum. We're from here, and you know, we want the best. What's right for our future generation. And then we deserve you, it. Yep. And you said you, you guys were the skate park thing. You were working with the Big Sur Land Trust. Yeah. Well, so they 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 were the ones who hosted the the big event, you know. Yeah. But they're also um, in works with buying half of or part of the Car Lake and making yeah. that into a park, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, know, we we also you know we want to make you know advocate for more you know more improvements to parks, more you know after school programs, you know more. To me, that's big. The Car Lake thing is is like I, I get it; it's prime agriculture or whatever. But every time they spray anything there, or any time they even till the soil there, the wind goes predominantly from the west to the east. So everyone that lives in Laurel Heights and the Costa Plaza and, and those neighborhoods, they get all that shit on a windy day. All that comes to them. And again, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, this is what causes a lot of the stuff, but if you have asthma, that ma- that can't be good. 
you know, somebody tilling, yep. someone tilling dirt, you know, uh, 300 yards away from you on a, on a windy day, that can't be good for your asthma, you know, or even just for, for the looks of your neighborhood. It's, it's dustier and, and dirtier just because of where you live, and that in itself could, could you know, change the perception of it. And, and yeah, so it's like we, we can't have working fields so close to 50,000 people, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, and it, it'd be perfect for a park. I, I, yep. Again, w- we need that for flood protection anyway. That, you yeah. know, it'd be nice to dredge it and make it all look on, all nice so when it rains, none of the, the trailers and all that around flood. Um, plus, it's a huge area. It's a right. huge area. You're talking like Central Park, you know, or Golden Gate Park size. Right, right. Um, so you could do something really nice. Like I kept telling Kujo, imagine being able to camp in Salinas. You'll be at the shore of a lake right. camping in the middle of fucking town, you know? Yeah. Like, that's like that's a definite possibility, you know? And um, But, yeah, but we need people to be involved. We need the community right. to be involved to... You know, to hear that you know whoever's doing this, they need guidance as well. Just like the people need guidance of how to deal with the city, the people that are making these decisions need guidance to make sure that they're doing the will of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so again, that that's why um, that was a big name when you mentioned that. I was like, I know that that's a big name to have, kind of on your side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they've been very supportive of of, of the community here in town. You know. Um, being very transparent with the city. They've also been working with the city. And, yeah, we had a great event. Over, you know, four or 500 people attended this event. The whole park, Natividad Creek Park, was full of house-related activities, you know, skate park. Yeah. There was a, a local urban gardening, a new group that's just, they're going to, they were given permission to, you know, put a garden there. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, I think they're charging $5 a month to put an aisle of garden there. So, you know, help support them. And we want to help support all, all organizations that are doing something yeah. positive, you know, in this, in this area. And, you know, ultimately having better health life outcomes for our generation. You know? Yeah, they've been very involved too. It's not like the the Wizard of Oz that they're hiding behind right now. They're they're actually they come to the meetings, they come and they were at the event. So it, they've been very involved, like both physically and con la feria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need Big that. Shout out to them, man. They yeah. they came in here really helped us out, man. And like you know, the the at the end of the day, man, the reward is to seeing these smiles on these youth's faces. You know, making they felt like man, these people are here. They've seen the park. You know, they've seen the improvements. They've seen us giving out prizes to all the youth, you know. Some of these local shops came out and supported us, you know. They, we put their banners up there, and, you know, they're like, hey, they felt important. They felt like they matter more than our building and our program. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the key with these youth. You got to just, you know, get to know them, approach them, and shake their hand, and, you know, show them they're, you know, they're part of our community, our culture. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah, and again, Salinas being such a young town, that that really, really matters. Like the average age is twenty eight. You know. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a great it's a great program, and it, again, I'm I'm glad to hear that you guys are making connections like that because, yeah, that that only grows that that yeah. that's building that network, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and again, I I, I know Letty well of uh, from local urban gardeners, and she's another big motivating mm-hmm. uh, person for me. Because, yeah, I got to find, when she was going through her process, I got to see how fucking hectic it is, oh, you yeah. know, and how much persevering it takes just to get a little tiny garden set up. That, mm-hmm. that, well, it's not a tiny, little tiny garden. It's a really neat thing what they're trying to do. But, I mean, 
for her that they got the money and then the city was like dragging its feet and she was like dude we're not gonna do it until the money's gonna run out because again the grants always have a, a deadline for it. you could spend yeah. the money and she did it and she did it and it was like dude you're you're fuck you're you're yeah. you're like and nobody Letty's not on the news, you know. People don't know Letty, and she's yeah. she's a, a champion of Selena. She's, oh yeah, she does, she's awesome. She does great for this community, you know. Um, and yeah, so again, that that's why it just pushes us, uh, me especially here on the show, to keep this going, you know, mm-hmm. and to keep keep growing it as well as as small as it, it is. Um, because yeah, I, I do believe in the city. I, I I honestly love this city, you know. Again, I, I'm not. We're not trying to become podcast celebrities we're not trying to become joe Rogan. you know we're not trying to get a million downloads a month we just want people to fall in love with our city the way mm-hmm. we have you know that that's really our only goal and um and yeah so it's cool meeting you know all people like like you guys and letty and you know and, and i haven't met the big sir lantern but you, you speak highly of them so it, it's cool you know and i want to let people know that you know things are happening right. things are happening you know um don't get desperate. Don't be like, ah, I got to get out of here. I need to go to San Francisco. I need to, you know, no, yeah. no. There's stuff happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can happen quicker if you get involved. Yep. You know, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's easy. You know, you meet like-minded people. Instead of sitting there frustrated, like, oh, man, nothing ever cool happens. It's like, well, people are trying. You know, go out there and make it cool. You know, you tell, you tell people what's cool and it, it'll work out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, anyway, it, Ever. Have we covered everything? Have we, you got anything to add, Cujo? You've been sitting there. Yeah, I've just been chilling. Uh, yeah, my, my main question was just like, um, I, you mentioned your office. Um, what if someone wants to join you? What's the easiest way to um, do that? Yeah, they can just, you know. Just walk in the office? Yeah, stop in our hi. office. Come, cool. You know, we have Wi-Fi. The coffee shop's right next door. We want to get some coffee. Uh-huh. You know, use a Wi-Fi right next door at our, at our, at our spot. But, you know, it's... Um, it's a really cool spot, it's, you know, conviviente, como familia, like mm-hmm. family. You know, we encourage everybody to want to come check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, even us, you know, our organization, we're really transparent as far as like, the work that we do and who we work with and um, whatnot. But, yeah, if they want to get involved, they can mm-hmm. come check out our um, check out our Facebook page at Milpa y Salinas. Um, you could also look at our, um, our at our webpage, too, milpacollective.org. Um, give me a call, email me, stop by. Okay. So, yeah. That's Milpa, M-I-L-P-A, in case anybody... And actually, that rumor, um, the the symbol that you have, the, the corn, mm-hmm. um, is that an actual Aztec symbol, or was that put together? That looks fucking awesome. I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you see it. It's like a little so tunic like, with like a corn, corn so head. Yeah, you know, it, 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 is, it is an Aztec symbol. You know, it's a, a creation, right? You look at it, and it's like, um, it's coming out. You know, corn's been the the substance of what's been sustaining our people. Um, you look at the drawing or, or, or the logo, and it's like, wow, it's like really powerful, right? Because that's how 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 our culture is. It's really powerful up front. Um, you see the four dots, your representation of the four directions: north, east, south, west. Um, but even the, the the statue thing there, you know, it's half man, half woman. When you look at it, you're like, oh, it's a the, the duality, right? The unknown, the ometeo, that you know. So that that. All in all, together you compact it, and then you have the Milpa logo right there. Uh, one of my friends, or he, um, he designed like about twelve logos for for our our collective, and we ended up getting about three to four logos together. We combined them, and boom, that came out. So, oh, okay, I was I was curious. I liked that song. Yeah, and it, it it's even right. like the the 
the representation of it, you know, you see the Atlachinoli, which is the sacred fire water. This is holding the water and fire at the same time, the balance between man and woman. So it's powerful. No, yeah, okay. That's, yeah, I was curious. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, okay, that's got to have meaning. They didn't yeah. just find that in a book and was like, that one. Nah. Yeah. I mean, do you guys have anything to add before we wrap this up? Nah, anything just. You um, really want people to know? Nah, man, go out and vote, man. Go out and vote for, you know, whatever you think is right. For humanity, man, and, and you know, let's do this. Yeah, again, the, the coming together is a big thing. You know, it, yeah. it's a it, stop complaining. You know, again, that that's pretty much what we did. I like, like I said, I love to bitch about, oh, the city should do this, city should do that. It's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm just bitching it to you. You know, well, what good does that do? It makes me feel better for a couple of seconds. You know, but that's it. That doesn't really make anything. So yeah, so yeah. this, uh, you know, you can make a difference. Oh, again, yeah. that that's a big thing. You know, uh, you can't again like. In Steve Jobs, if you poke life in one side, something will come out the other. You know, that's yep. just how it works. Um, so, yeah, so again, yeah, get involved. Definitely get involved. And, what, and again, that's what I like, whatever it may be. We're not telling you, oh, do this or do that. Mm-hmm. You know, what, yeah. whatever's important to you. Right. This is killing puppies because that's not cool. No. <laughs> no, I just want to, I just want to acknowledge, like, you know, our ancestors and our elders, but even acknowledge the organizations that have been here putting in work for a long time here in Salinas. And, you know, the people that are, that are currently, you know, listening to your your, your podcast, you know, I just want to give a shout out to them as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah. Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yeah, happy, mother's <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. Feliz yeah. a la madres. Right. That's actually, you know, in Mexico, it's, it's celebrated on the 10th. Right. Yeah. So on yeah, Tuesday. That's what I'm waiting So that's why it's like, oh, okay, you know, happy Mother's Day, but Feliz a la madres on Tuesday. So it's. My mom's in Guam, so I lucked out. <laughs> oh, really? I just got to send a text. <laughs> <laughs> like, you should have seen the gift I had, yeah, man. Yeah. You should have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking going to blow them all out the water. Happy well, Mother's Day. Bring me something. <laughs> yeah. Dude, some macadamia nuts or some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, anyway, thanks for being on. And again, now now you know us. Now you know we'll definitely be in touch. And yeah. if you ever have anything that you want to, you know, get out there, you know how to get you know how to get a hold of us. And cool. we'll, we'll definitely, if you have any events or whatever project that you want to come back on the show, let us know. You know, we'll get you back on. Right. Um, yeah, we definitely had fun, and we'll, you know, it's cool to be able to meet people on the show. It, it, it's interesting because yeah. Um, yeah, we literally met what thirty minutes before we hit record <laughs> or something. <laughs> Um, so so yeah, um, I, you know I hope you enjoyed it. And anybody you know, go to milpacollective.org or milpa uh, Isalinas, yeah, on Facebook. on Facebook. You know, if you have any questions about their organization, it's a really great organization. And yeah, if you want to get involved anyway, that you know that's how you do it. Or of course, go through us, you know, and mm-hmm. we'll connect you to them. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll catch y'all next week. Who who do we have next week? Is it Beefy Boys Jerky? I don't got my calendar. Oh. Yeah, I think it's them. But yeah, I think Sounds we right. have. I think it's Beefy Boys. It's a jerky company. It's out of Salinas. Yeah, nice. they make jerky. Um, and so yeah, we'll have John Bailey on. Um, and he's a lawyer too, so we're making lawyer oh, really? friends. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's a he's a mediator, but hey, he he passed the bar. That's no, all I care he about. Passes out jerky. Yeah. <laughs> I, he better bring some samples, right? Joey brought some samples. <laughs> so I hope they're listening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, John. Um, but anyway, we'll catch y'all next week. Yeah, yeah. good one. Sounds cool. good. Cool. Thanks.